He's a ghost. <laughs> yes, he's a ghost <laughs> who only Howard Hawks can see. <laughs> Good scene, Howard. This is Ben Hecht. Coming from beyond the grave. Nice wow. direction, dum dum. <laughs> Change the lead character to a woman in this mm. movie. <laughs> All and right, was, his girl Friday. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's let's. All right, Bobby. No, all right. Oh, you're derailing it yourself. I now. am what now. You yeah. Oh man, no, you, you started it. <laughs> all right. This is what we call Schrodinger's IMDb trivia. It's just yeah, one exactly. of them is true, but we can't know until we open the box. Which and the third uh, thing is that a cat a cat told uh, uh, Tower Box what to do. <laughs> yep, that's the do truth. Do people often pull out scripts <laughs> in the middle of parties? I I, I, don't, I have I, to the know parties to that this. I do go to. I don't know what parties <laughs> yeah. you go to. All right. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, I know so, theater people. I mean, that's you know. Yeah, they, show people. There's no people like show people. They're, they're, they're like carnies. when they're low. They pull out scripts at parties. They are uh, amazing folks. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't rhyme at all. And that is my plot summary. All right. Well, there we go. Moving on to the on. next one. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so then Stone. World War One happened. There was a fella named Hitler who... <laughs> oh, but but there's the really uncomfortable part. Well, yes. Which uh, mm. I had forgotten. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when I... And, and when I saw it a couple weeks ago, I said, oh, geez, oh. Because it's actually a decent joke. Um, you know, but... but Oh, 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 it's bad. Oh, it's I mean, it's not. Is it is it as bad as blackface? Is it worse than blackface? I don't know. But it is. Uh, it doesn't fit in 2016. No, it's 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 duck soup territory. Yeah, actually, I think it's worse than duck soup. I think it it is actually worse than the blackface in duck soup, just because the words that are used are. I think more hurtful. Yeah, sure. Than than just than blacking up, because you got the you got the sense that the Marx Brothers respected the people that they they were in with, and they were just trying to you know get out of the way as, as their who I can't even remember who their enemies were. Uh, in the, no, it wasn't Duck Soup, was it? Uh, there's a joke in Duck Soup that that's that's uncomfortable. Oh, oh yes, okay, yeah. yes. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I was thinking about the blacking up in uh, um, Day at the Races. Day at the Races. Day yeah. at the Races. Yes, exactly. Oh, we know yeah, all no. of the Marx Brothers' uncomfortable moments. Believe me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that one time Zeppo had a song that wasn't great. Not the best. No. <laughs> and when Chico started expressing admiration for Mussolini, well, that is just uncomfortable. <laughs> Stop it, Chico. Weird choice too. Yeah, Chico. no, like, I don't get it. <laughs> He really Gummo went off and that whole there. thing about gladiator films. Mm. <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> oh no! It's the ghost, ghost of Christian Nyby. Uh, he was a he was an editor. Directed this movie. Yeah, sure he did. He was. <laughs> it's like if if Orson Welles is giving you advice on your script, well, maybe you don't want to take that. But still. Um, <laughs> I recommend you put some Wood, frozen right? peas in this yes. scene. I think like you need more, more eating. Mm. In 1995, um, a friend of uh, uh, Jason's and mine, uh, Pete, 
uh, and I went to go see Pulp Fiction in um, Palm Desert, California, because I lived out there near there doing working for a newspaper. And it was us and two senior citizens in the 10 o'clock showing of uh, Pulp Fiction. And um, there's the scene with Uma Thurman and John Travolta where they go out and they do their little dance and everyone enjoys it. And they get back to their place and he reaches she reaches into the pocket of John Travolta's coat finds the heroin and goes oh this must be cocaine i'm gonna snort it and the old man behind us shouts out oh no she's going to snort his heroin now and to, me, <laughs> to me that the scene where they show the electric blanket and pan yeah. down the cord that is that is the old man in palm desert california yep. <laughs> screaming at a quentin tarantino movie. they're melting the alien no by the way, they, they, he and his wife left the theater when Ving Rams gets sodomized. So they did not care for the motion picture. Oh, no, oh, no, no. He's putting it up on the sodomized. They brought out the gift. Yeah. Yep. Also, he was slightly hard of hearing, so his wife would repeat all the dialogue for him, keeping in the curse words. Wow. Well, that sounds great. Oh, it was a wonderful night of cinema. Oh, man. That dialogue I is wish, great. I wish be I could happy go to, to hear it every twice. movie with those two people. He said royale with cheese, Henry. The other great fire scene I've seen really quick is uh, these kids did an adaptation of Raiders of the Lost Ark for like six years. Every summer, they shot scenes of it. And this was before videotapes, so they were just working off of, like, cassette tapes. They snuck into the movie theater, but they went shot for shot, and it's amazing. You should hunt down Raiders of the Lost Ark, the adaptation. And the way they did the uh, bar scene, which ends in the real Raiders of the Lost Ark with the bar on fire, was by going into one of their mom's basements and setting it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and it's charmingly amateurish, and then you realize... Oh my God, these kids are in a burning house. <laughs> it's fantastic. And that's the feeling I got here where I don't care if it's a movie, the lady behind that mattress, she looks like she just got caught on fire by accident. Oh my God, what's happening? James Arnessa, who went to college in Beloit, Wisconsin, not far from Madison. Oh, Woo! Beloit! Yes. yes. Now, yeah. You that's your Wisconsin fun fact for today. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. You're listening no, thank to you. Cheeseheads on the Incomparable. <laughs> Although Paul Freeze is in the movie. I was going to mention him. Yes. It, and it's it's very striking. The first time I saw it, I didn't know he was in it because they don't list the cast at the beginning of the film. They do not. And so it was like, you know, I don't know, 25 years ago I'm watching this. And all of a sudden one of the scientists opens his mouth and I went, that's that's Paul Freeze from the history of the United States Volume One and 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 the, the haunted mansion ride at Disneyland. Yes, yeah. and, you know, all okay. of the, the Professor Ludwig von Drake, and you know, mm-hmm. they're great. But do you, do you do you know what his name is? Paul Freeze's character, uh, Professor yes. Voorhees, Doctor Voorhees. Which I mm-hmm. I have to think that the Friday the Thirteenth people uh, did a shout out. I have to think. I heard that human blood is really good for the vision, so. Mm. Yeah, I don't know why the mad scientist wasn't. Because carrot. I, I, yeah, I wasn't. I, I, didn't, I didn't know why the mad scientist didn't just keep his little plant alien. Don't explain the joke. Yeah, I, I felt I had to. Jason just wanted to go past it. I didn't feel like I should. I'll look. edit that all out later. Don't worry oh. about it. <laughs> yeah. Recording. Because he's a Can carrot, we talk Jason. about the where, where does the Frankenstein fit on the food pyramid, Steve? <laughs> 
I think he's at the bottom because he's big and he can hold up the rest of the pyramid. Yeah, there you are. He assembles the food food pyramid. Beta carotene. I think we need to talk about about the sex in this movie, of which there is none. But (laughs) what is I have a theory. So we're done. Okay, so we have Nikki. (laughs) Hear me out. Okay, so we have Nikki, right? Okay, and she is she's basically dedicated to to Pat, right? No, nobody tries anything with her. She's she's obviously she's Pat's girl, even though you know they've only seen each other once before or whatever. But she's Pat's girl. They're going to end up married. So nobody, the scientists don't make any plays for her or anything like that. Um, now, part of that may be the scientists are old. Certainly, Doctor Carrington seems to have this idea that thinking about sex is really bad, and that's why you know we we haven't progressed to have our own spaceships going off to other planets. <laughs> My theory, though, is, but there is another woman, Mrs. Chapman, mm-hmm. and I believe that the scientists are all in a group marriage with Mrs. Oh, Chapman. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I believe. No, so that's what I call a head cannon. <laughs> you know the oh. you know the scene with Doctor Stern. He's oh, he's escaped from the from from the thing in the uh, in the in the the garden area after after the thing is killed and strung up all the other people and is bleeding them out and he escaped and he gets back in there and he passes out and she she immediately gets the smelling salts out and revives him. I think that's because of certain acts that they do. In the, she's used to reviving him. She knows what he likes and what no. he needs to come back. There are strange things done in the midnight sun. She does She does protect an air of satisfaction in every scene that she's in, I have to say. You know, if, there, if the fanfic isn't already out there after this podcast, it will be. I hope so. <laughs> it might even be eligible be for a Campbell it. Award. Uh, what, what's your pseudonym on AO3 again? <laughs> Mrs. Chapman was the real thing from another world. <laughs> oh, uh, Erica, Doctor Doctor Carrington also reminded me of the Master. That's yeah. yeah. Well, as soon as as soon as his very first scene, you see him from behind. He's hunched over a desk. As soon as he turns around and you see that goatee, I just turned to Stephen and I said, "Oh, there's the bad guy." <laughs> yeah, hello, Doctor. We meet clear. again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's yeah. the I, he's, I, he was, I, mad scientist. I think David brings out a. a, a a good point, actually, because um, the first time I saw the thing from another world was actually on a big screen, mm-hmm. and um, it, it's a it's a hell of a lot creepier when you see it uh, in a uh, in a uh, projected onto a, a giant screen than I believe when you it. see it on your your TV. Yeah, I believe it, or your phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, or your, your phone. phone, as it was meant to be. <laughs> or on your free your free uh, streaming service that you used because you didn't want to pay to watch the same movie you've already seen 20 times. Yeah. Or sitting on the couch just kind of thinking about the movie. This is not on any of the streaming services. Nope. I rented it on iTunes. Yeah. I rented a DVD. If yeah. you do a I search the for DVD. The Thing from Another World, you can find it on... Um, yeah, that too. Some unlicensed <laughs> things. That, uh, it, was, yeah, it was not available on Canadian iTunes, so we had to use <clears throat> other means. Other means. Yeah. Fair enough. You had, you had to wait for the truck to drive by. Yeah. yeah. It fell right off hit the, the back. pothole. 
You go to a street corner in Edmonton. The guy says, I know someone, eh? <laughs> yep, that's how it works. Are you looking for a Howard Hawks film, eh? Yeah, it is. Well, you know, I guess technically if they found it at the, near the North Pole, they probably did find it in Canada. So maybe yep. the alien was here. I, I can hook you up with Red oh. River, eh? Nice Canadian reference in here. They When they're, they're totally looking right. at what yes. the what plane crash is, and it's like, it wasn't the Canadians. Maybe it was the Russians. They're all over here. <laughs> it's like, if it's not the Canadians, we worked that out with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 